Hello and welcome back to the Pink Gin Ladies podcast, episode two. I'm Chloe. And I'm Lydia. And first of before we get into uh, the start of the podcast, I just want to say thank you to everyone who showed us support on our last podcast. It was so lovely to see. We've had lots of friend, friends messages. <laughs> We've had lots of friends. Yeah, I wish. We've had lots of people messages saying that they'd like to be involved and be a special guest on our podcast so that's exciting yeah um we currently have a huge list of guests and a lot of really fun episodes coming up if you are by any chance interested in being featured feel free to email us um the pink gin ladies at gmail.com yeah um as well i would just like to say that we have been very unprofessional and decided to change our podcast idea episode be uh, like suddenly because we are so unprofessional this won't ever happen again i promise yeah so we decided covid19 aspiration and goals it's a little bit boring like everyone's fed up with hearing about covid now i know i am yeah it's such a miserable topic now so we thought we'd lighten up the spirits and talk about uh richard ramirez yeah a serial killer serial rapist serial Burglar. I can't say that word, so I'm going to say serial thief. Um, (laughs) An all-round great guy. Yeah. Um, Trigger warning to anybody considering listening to this um, episode. If you don't already know who Richard Ramirez is, he's also known as the Night Stalker, and he is an awful human being. Yeah. Ramirez was born on the 29th of February 1960 in El Paso, Texas. So he was a Pisces. Um, so he was born, he was the youngest of five children born to Mexican immigrants and he had a very rough upbringing. Um, his father was abusive and Richard often smoked weed and slept in the local cemetery to get away from him. So weird strange it's sad but obviously but it's so weird why would you sleep in a cemetery of all places that you could possibly go it's a bit alarming that incident yeah um because his dad was so abusive he hung out with his older cousin mike quite regularly and mike was troubled to say the least he was a vietnam vietnam war veteran um and had quite a few stories to share with Richard which trigger warning are very gruesome um so he showed pictures of Vietnamese women he raped and tortured and killed including um pictures of a severed head which is lovely yeah so he was pausing with a severed head of one of his victims which is just that is disgusting why would you share that with a little child it's um it's it's, disturbing it's definitely scarring so on may the 4th 1973 while richard was at his cousin mike's house um mike openly shot his wife in the face while richard was watching yeah and it was alleged that richard kind of didn't really react much he was just kind i guess you could you could say he was kind of in shock, but 
I think he was more shocked because he liked it and he was thrilled by it and he was trying yeah. to figure out why he was so thrilled. Um, so at the age of 12, he started breaking into homes around El Paso and stealing items from the houses. Yeah. Um, he dropped out of high school and eventually when he was 18, he moved to LA permanently uh, where he still committed crimes. Um, and he was actually imprisoned for a short time for car theft. And he, yeah, he was addicted to cocaine, selling yeah. marijuana, still stealing cars while in LA. Um, just a bad kind of vibe. He's not, he's not evil at this point, but he's definitely got something. Yeah, he's not right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when he was 24, he actually committed his first confirmed murder. Uh, rape and stabbing um, of a 79 year old woman Jenny Wilcock, Wilcock. Um, that is just disgusting yeah he tended to like the fact he could. it was the older people that he was targeting wasn't it um, yeah overall throughout all, almost all of his murders they were quite it's just old. strange I'd like to know what was going through his head yeah it's very strange because yeah, it's just very strange. Why would you want to go and kill old people? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Anyway, so eight months later, um, he committed another murder. And most of his murders were in LA during home invasions. Yeah, many victims were sexually assaulted and beaten. Um, a lot of satanic symbols were found at the crime scene. Um, it was... They were known to be quite messy yeah. and everything was thrown everywhere because obviously he was invading the home at the same time. Yeah. Um, so he, Richard, actually gained an interest in Satan while attending a Jehovah's Witness meeting, which Very is random. strange. Any idea why he was at that meeting? really random. Does he, not, does he know? Of all places to get a satanic fetish, it's at yeah. a Jehovah's Witness meeting. <laughs> um, so, as news started to spread about Richard and his crimes, um, he did manage to get a nickname, The Night Stalker. Um, if any of you've watched that on Netflix, it is so good. And yeah. if you haven't, I definitely recommend it. It's yeah, don't watch it like I did at 11 o'clock at night while you're led in bed. And scare yourself. Yeah, it was terrifying. I was not in a good place after I watched I that. It's very, um, it's very hard. Yeah, it's hard to watch. So imagine being in LA living through it. Yeah. There's no wonder that gun, gun sales rose through the yeah. roof. Yeah. Just can't imagine it. No, um, me either. So over one year... Richard killed 12 people and attempted to kill others across multiple California cities. And his last known murder was William Carnes. Um, and he also raped his fiancée, but he actually left her alive. He didn't kill her. In total, Richard Ramirez managed to kill 15 people. Yeah. But God knows how many other people he managed to traumatise during that time. Yeah, I bet there's so many more people unaccounted for. Yeah. And 15 is only the confirmed number of people yeah. he murdered. There are probably other murders going on. Yeah, and this is just murders. What about, like, assaults or yeah. burglaries? Um, yeah. God knows what he was up to while he was at the Cecil Hotel. Coming 
coming back covered he, in blood. At sea, so, yeah, see, they said that he would often go up to his room covered in blood and no one would ask him questions. Yeah. It was just the normal, which I find distressing. Yeah. Can you imagine God. seeing that at a hotel? Yeah, if I was staying at the local Premier Inn, I would hope that if someone <laughs> came in covered in blood, questions would be asked. Yeah. <laughs> they would just let him go back up to his room. First you'd see Eliza Lamb dancing about in the elevator, and then you'd see <laughs> Richard Ramirez walking up to his oh room covered God. in blood. You would run. So well, I would run. don't know about other people. Yeah. So, in 1985, on August 31st, um, he tried to steal a car. Um, but it was recognised by a member of the public. The man was actually underneath the car and he didn't realise and managed to throw Ramirez out. And then he ran to another car to try and steal that one. But then the member of public recognised him. Um, and then... Yeah, these people are just heroes. This next bit is so satisfying for them. Yeah. So a large number of residents around where he was... Um, saw Richard Ramirez and apprehended him and held him down until police arrived and arrested him, which I just think... Imagine. Imagine just, just being there and seeing that, thinking yeah. that you've arrested the more, one of the most scariest serial killers of that time. Yeah, I mean, like, the thrill, it would be terrifying, you would be relieved, yeah. excited, proud of yourself. Yeah. You know? So they did show a scene on Night Stalker, the Netflix series, but yeah. I don't know whether it's, whether it's an actual seen from that time who knows yeah i bet well a lot of the people will still be alive now i bet yeah be interesting to see what they have to say about it like how they felt yeah i bet oh my god the amount of lives they saved by doing that though yeah because he could have just gone on and on and on yeah killing god knows how many people yeah um so Richard eventually went on to trial for 14 murders and 31 other felonies and on October 3rd, 1989, the jury did find Richard Richard, Richard <laughs> guilty and sentenced him to death. Yeah. What do you think of the death sentence in America? Are you for it or against it? I changed my mind on this, like, every every week because I do think it's, it's so racist. Like, the amount of innocent black people that are killed um, and the yeah. amount of black people that are on death row compared to white people, even though they committed the same crime. It's just like it's shocking but then i do think that there's certain crimes where it something needs to be done like ted bundy for example escaping prison however many times you can't just keep them held there and yeah wait for them to die so i don't know are you for or against i'm a bit like on the fence really yeah um obviously I'd go off what crime they'd committed. Yeah. And, like, were they still a danger to society? So, murder. You know, like, the ones that are... Serial rapists. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that are on death row. There's no hope of, kind of, like, rehabilitating them. Yeah. But then I just think... Murders, they've killed people. They've raped people. Aren't we just as bad as them for killing them? Yeah. Like, would... They kind of got the easy way out by being killed. Like, they haven't got much of a life to live in prison. I mean, they have got it pretty cushy in prisons. Well, I have seen documentaries. They've got TVs. They've got all sorts. Yeah, I mean, they've got... I think they've got a better life than a lot of homeless people do. Oh, yeah, 100%. I just think... 
I just think killing them is yeah. like the easy way out. Maybe let them rot in prison for the rest of their life. But then again, it's taking up prison capacity. Yeah, I also feel like the family should have, like the family of the victim should have some say in what the punishment should be. Yeah. Because a lot of families choose to kind of forgive. I mean, I personally could never forgive anyone if they hurt any member of my family no but no me neither so they're so strong to be able to do that like, yeah i know someone who's very close family member was murdered and their family have all forgiven the murderer really? yeah and because they've forgiven him he got off um he got out early yeah which i mean all power to you if you if you can do that but i, I think it could. takes a lot a lot yeah. of willpower yeah um I just think what what if it was your family member that was killed in such a brutal way what what would you want to happen yeah. to that person I think also as well by giving the victim's family the decision it helps them to move, not move on from it Make but like peace, yeah kind of, yeah like come to terms with it a little bit like them knowing that that power's in their hands if you get there yeah but then also it's a lot for them to have in their hands yeah like, it might be a decision they don't want to make yeah. they kind of just want to forget about it and leave it in the past yeah like they this man or man or woman who's murdered their family member is at their hands and they have the choice whether they want them to live or die I just yeah. think it's such a big decision to make it's not black or white is it it's no. kind of just like it's so blurry you just yeah. don't I guess you're never going to have like a one true answer like yes or no if you get yeah. me I feel like people always have like different factors into it yeah and I mean I respect anyone who has the opinion that it should it should be a thing and anyone that has the opinion that it shouldn't because I can just see both sides of yeah all of it mm. yeah it is an interesting topic very heavy deep topic yeah, that we've just delved into Wow. Let's go well, back to the light and airy conversation of serial killers. Yeah, <laughs> Richard Ramirez. So he was sentenced to death and while he was in prison, he actually grew quite a fandom of fans. Yeah. Like a lot of the ladies was very attracted to him because of his looks and it doesn't it didn't seem to bother them at the crimes that he committed. Yeah. Like I just, I just don't get it. Yeah, I'm the same. I kind of like I like a bad boy, but I like a bad boy that you know, a bad boy, not a murderer. Or a yeah, rapist. not anyone that does anything bad that hurts other people. Yeah. What I mean by bad is like, I don't know, like speeds, uh, <laughs> ten mile above the actual speed limit. I don't know. My my like look of a bad boy always takes me back to Greece with the yeah. leather jackets, T birds. Yeah, Kanike. Danny Zuko, that kind of vibe. Small yeah. Although my other half doesn't um, speed, nor does he smoke. But, you know, <laughs> I, I love him to pieces anyway, so you know. Yeah. But, yeah, loving and fancying somebody that you know has raped and killed so yeah. many people. I feel like a lot of male serial killers have, mm. like, a lot of female fans. Like, Ted Bundy, yeah. he had a lot of female fans. I, I could strange. never. No. I mean, personally, I have standards and <laughs> self-respect, so, you know. I guess these these women, women must... 
they must desperate. Just, yeah, they must be equally as messed up. Obviously, not killing people, yeah. but or maybe they want the attention. So like obviously, much attention. yeah, she, they would get a lot of attention, especially the person who married Richard Ramirez. Yeah. So, Doreen Loy, Loy, I don't yeah. know how you pronounce that. So, they actually got married seven years after he, he was found guilty. And she said that she would kill herself if he was ever executed. But you just think, like, what kind of... What are you getting out of a prison marriage? You get... No, they'd write letters to each other, and I think that was it. Unless there was stuff going on behind the scenes that weren't documented, but... It's not life. Yeah, the only positive I would imagine, that, and it wouldn't be a positive for me, but... Is, like, tabloid press. And yeah. Attention. Getting, yeah, getting the money and the attention, like... Yeah. I think it got him attention as well as her. Yeah. Strange. Um, Well, they actually divorced in 2013, (laughs) so it didn't last too long, really. No wonder. There's just no relationship, is there? Yeah, but she wanted the press and then decided to divorce. She got bored, yeah. Yeah, because she found another guy on the outside. But who would want to marry the ex-wife of Richard Ramirez? I mean, I wonder if it was some sort of like agreement they had. You'll get press, and if you say that you won't kill yourself, they won't kill me. That you'll kill yourself, they won't kill me. Maybe. Yeah, I don't... tried to get out of it. Yeah. God, Strange. God knows. So he, Richard, died in 2013 um, of liver failure in hospital. Shortly after they divorced. Yeah, so he didn't get to go on death row. But he did live in prison for more than half of his lifetime. Yeah. But, like, is prison enough of a punishment if he's still getting all this attention from the ladies? He's probably loving yeah. himself. Probably thinks he's such a badass in prison. Mm. And he's still get he's still getting attention now. <sighs> the amount of documentaries. I mean, we're and... literally giving him attention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're helping his ego. Yeah. <laughs> the ghost of Richard is currently sat with us. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I I like all this crime stuff. I never used to be into it, but I think ever since loads of documentaries have come out online, mm. like on Netflix, yeah. I just love it. Love hearing yeah. about the things. I think I liked crime since I studied sociology and psychology yeah. in college because so much plays into it. It's, yeah. uh, I only like watching crime stuff when it's light outside. Cardio when it's dark, it scares yeah. the life out of me. Yeah, don't make the same mistake as me. <laughs> yeah, that would too. <laughs> Oh, I can't think of anything worse. Yeah. It, God. I remember the lucid dream I had shortly after. Oh, God. I don't even want to get into it, but yeah. I watched... I was listening to a podcast called My Favourite Murder. Yeah. And I had... It was shout just, out. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> they don't need a shout out. They're doing amazing. But yeah. I had one of the worst dreams of my life. I might have to listen to that. You should. They are so funny. <laughs> it's great. Um, so, this is kind of a quick episode. Really. Yeah, we did change it last minute, so that is why. But we hope you've enjoyed it. We've enjoyed it. Yeah. Obviously, a lot more people talk in detail about it, but this is like a whistle stop tour of him. Like, I like that whistle stop tour. Who'd heard of that before? I don't My think voice went so. really weird then, did you? <laughs> you went very high pitched. <laughs> um, yeah. So, our next episode is going to be releasing the f- every Monday, yeah. so the following Monday, um, and it's going to feature a special guest. Yeah, our first ever guest to the podcast. Yeah. Um, the topic of 
the podcast and we'll actually stick to it this time. We yeah, promise. we're not going to go yeah. off topic. It's the voice of a woman. Um, that's what we've decided on. Yeah, and we're sticking to. So there's been a lot of things in the press about women and how we're treated. So we just thought it'd be really yeah. nice. And our friend is... Very vocal. Yeah, she... She's is, a, a very vocal feminist. She's all over the whole, um, like, prejudice. Yeah, so we thought it'd be a really good topic to talk about. Yeah, because we're kind of like just two average women and it'll be our take on it rather than celebrities take for yeah. once. Um, because I think... I think it's like real life. Yeah, like sexism in the real life world rather yeah. than the celebrity world. So. Yeah, like tabloids, press, stuff like that. We're not going to go into that because we're not famous. No. Who knows, at the end of our podcast we might be. Which we'll think it. All right. <laughs> Winning a Grammy for this podcast, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, that is the end of our second episode. Um, please follow all our social media um, accounts. If you've got any suggestions for any episodes you'd like to see, message us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook YouTube, or email us. Yeah. The Pink Gin Ladies at g- gmail.com. That is the Pink Gin <laughs> Ladies, not the Pigeon Ladies. Oh, we've, 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 <laughs> can't even talk. we've decided that it sounds like the Pigeon Ladies on our last episode. <laughs> So now we can't stop thinking about Although it. Although I do kind of like the pigeon ladies. It does sound pretty badass. It does, but it's not what we're aiming for. No. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you so much. Bye. Bye.